You are listening to Nicholas Acosta with Downtown Expert Realty in Orlando, Florida. Host of the podcast, Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast. Nick sits down with guests to talk about how real estate works. You can check out his podcast at www.downtown.expert or 407-508-8809. Facebook and Instagram at downtown.expert. Enjoy the episode. And uh, good afternoon, everybody. This is Nicholas Acosta, uh, licensed real estate broker here in Orlando, Florida, with Downtown Expert Realty. This is the Home to All podcast coming to you live today, Tuesday. Uh, it is September 29th, 2020, and now 11.01 a.m. Uh, this show in this segment is sponsored by Blanchard Insurance, and I'm joined today uh, by Allie and Jamie over there at Blanchard Insurance. Allie and Jamie, good morning. How are you guys doing? Good morning. Good. How are you? Doing very well here. Um, I had a, a really awesome weekend. Had an open house in Kissimmee. I'm one of my listings and then Orlando. So about 20, 25 people between both open houses that showed up in person, which was really cool. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Wow, that's a sign of things, um, you know, kind of turning the other direction. Now people showing up live. That's great. Oh, yeah, I agree. And anybody that wanted to get out of this business uh, at one point now, all I can tell you is that it was probably not a good move because um, it's getting busier again, for sure. I was really busy this weekend, and I actually had a showing yesterday at my uh, Kissimmee listing, and then I have another showing today at my Kissimmee listing and doing open houses again next weekend. But how are you guys doing? How's everything going over the insurance world over there at Blanchard Insurance? Oh, it's good. It's busy. <laughs> it is busy. Very. Um, yeah. The last uh, few months really have been record breaking for us. And we have made a lot of new partnerships and, um, and clients and helped a lot of people. So uh, it's exciting, you know, and I think that uh, through the whole COVID situation, things are, are still moving along for us and we haven't skipped a beat with, with that. So we're just uh, happy to be helping people right now. Well, that's awesome, guys, because, yeah, things have been great. So what is it like what's going on in the in the insurance world right now? You know, we, you know, probably the U.S. government on the verge of, or, you know, the drug companies are on the verge of getting a vaccine for COVID. I think I talked to you guys last week that I said something about how I was part of the trial with Pfizer. Uh, so far, I'm doing well. I mean, uh, and another thing, too, I was going to ask you guys as well is that I, I was reading something because I'm actually doing the – the gold key certification that's what i've been working on and basically uh they've been talking about you know sorts of new sorts of liability coming out with COVID. and we just talked about how i had like 14 people yet on sunday at an open house and then i had eight on saturday what are you guys getting any real estate agents out there asking for a new kind of coverage when it comes to errors and emission insurance that could cover somebody in regards to somebody getting the virus if they did get it somewhere at an open house we, we are. We have gotten those calls. We write a lot of insurance, uh, real estate E&O and title E&O as well. And the biggest question with the real estate brokers has been what happens if somebody comes in and contracts COVID. Well, I mean, the bottom line of that is you're not going to know where they contracted it from. So that's it's not going to be specifically linked to your one open house, you know, that they attended or however. 
Um, so we just say, you know, make sure to prove your safety measures that you're taking, put the hand sanitizer out, you know, gloves and masks, you know, if necessary, watch the type of food that you're serving where people can't double dip <laughs> for, right. the, for the refreshments and put a little, uh, a little effort into it and make sure that when people come in that you've explained your precautionary measures to protect yourself. Um, you know, the insurance companies so far haven't asked for anything additional. But I did have one the other day that was a um, a liability uh, quote we were doing, and they did the underwriter did come back and ask for some questions about what precautionary measures they're taking for it. So they did have a couple extra questions, but if you have those measures in place already, it was really just a question and answer. They want to make sure that you put some thought and effort into it before mm -hmm. before binding coverage. So. I think that um, I think just being prepared and putting some some thought process behind it um, is really all they're asking for. No, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I think I, I this open houses that I had this weekend. I had a sign company in Orlando make a sign for me that has the face cover uh, notification uh, that you have to wear a face cover in order to my order to enter my open house. Uh, we also even took it a step further. I put on. I ordered um, shoe covers from uh, Amazon mm -hmm. and the plastic blue ones that you put over your shoes. One was one to protect the floors from, you know, dirt or, you know, bringing in elements from outside in, into the house, but also for COVID awareness to make sure that you're not spreading any germs that wherever you walked or whatever you're carrying on your feet or your shoes. Um, but also the other thing was uh, we did um, – we were going uh, sanitizing surfaces and door handles after each group of people left. And actually where I had a setup where I had a, on Sunday I had a line out the door because they were, and I just had them, you know, we didn't allow more than like five people in the house at a time. It was a 1900 square foot home. So pretty big, but I was keeping it to five at a time because the rooms were kind of separated. So that way nobody got congested in there and there were too many people around each other. Uh, so we were definitely taking the, precautions here at downtown expert realty to, to keep everybody safe and uh it went really smoothly and also it's a funny thing is that it's going on is that that the the other thing that i noticed that people are very cooperative now with signing in and giving their information and actually i'm having my spouse hold the sign-in sheet and then he, they're relaying the information so nobody has to touch anything like the, the paper or anything. And we're not, and I've taken an upper step that I'm no longer going to, I'm not at this time not serving any water or food or refreshments at all until, you know, a vaccine is well in place and people are safe and comfortable again. From that it. makes sense. Extra precaution yeah. is always Next good. thing you know, you'll have branded hazmat suits for people. <laughs> right? That'd be interesting. We're like, why are people going in that house with hazmat suits and like uh, shields on their face? Like yeah, a well, astronaut or a face person. <laughs> When they all come in in their suits. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It is scary. I, I do remember that movie being a little scary when I was younger, but <laughs> that is the scariest um, part of it. <laughs> no, I think you're going to have hazmat suits with downtown expert reality all over. Sponsored by Blanchard. Sponsored by Blanchard Insurance all right. over. That'll be interesting. So what else, guys, ladies, what else is going on with you guys over at Blanchard in, in terms of, like, what are you seeing out there in addition to this that we're talking about when it comes to insurance and, you know, people's 
concerns or fears out there with what the world is like today? You know, I a lot of people have yesterday even, you know, I, some people we've had some calls of people starting businesses through this whole thing. So I think that it's turned some career paths from one thing to oh, another. Yeah, I, I think in the beginning, maybe they were scared with whatever they were, industry they were in. Um, we've actually been able to recruit during this time period from some other industries into the insurance uh, industry. So I think that the fears are kind of turning to opportunities now. So hopefully more people can take advantage of that. And maybe now that the shock you know, has kind of worn off, they can focus in other directions, go back to school, get educations, get licensing, continue licensing. We've taken this time to put a lot of our agents through additional licensing. Um, so, you know, yesterday, we had calls yesterday even about general liability insurance for people starting. Well, um, my, uh, my fiance even, he's always had a side hustle. I mean, he still has his job through all this, thank goodness. But he started an LLC and he started uh, turning his woodworking hobby into a bit of a career. So he got some liability through us and stuff. So I think more people are kind of looking at turning those at-home hobbies into how can I make this income producing? So we've been definitely getting those calls and been helping people with that. So I, I think there's a lot of, you know, in the end, maybe, you know, more has come out of this than what people, you know, than what people expected. I mean, we've personally made some changes here and we have rebranded now as we well. We took the time to rebrand mm -hmm. during all of this. So that was exciting. So Allie's been in charge of that. And um, we have a new website. Nick, if you want to pull it up, we have sure. um, a new website. We have a new logo. Um, and if anybody knows us from before, we had a horse head logo. We, yeah, we had a horse head. We kind of, the original brand was around UCF, which we love. But we've kind of in expanded. The military. In the military, yeah, too. We have but a the, veteran founder. And yeah, but the horse head stemmed from primarily UCF. UCF and being Central Florida based, but we've expanded to be statewide and even nationwide. So we're kind of expanding our brand to match that. So that is another yeah. thing we've taken on to during this time is becoming more of a national brand. Uh, and we've been working on, you know, writing business in some other states, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, um, Colorado, Colorado, even Allie's home state of Colorado. Yep. So we've, definitely been able you know same with the opportunities that we mentioned other people are taking advantage of we've been growing in that direction as well so Allie take us through the website a little bit that looks great yeah thanks uh yeah it's uh, all new we have if you want to go to the quotes tab we have a whole new quote form for clients to request directly there's a service form people can fill out just get any questions answered online um, request any line of insurance and then it has all of our information um, it does not say on there yet, but we're going to add it. You can actually text our main office line directly. So it will say call, email, or text us. So that's kind of fun. That was part of the rebrand, making us just more accessible um, to everybody. I think for the service side as well, because as you know, even um, on the real estate side, you have a certain amount of clients and then you have to add people to help you or real estate assistants or, you know, however, and the same with us, as we grow with production, we have to add service staff. Um, services are number one priority and the website is definitely bringing us to another level with that requesting service requests um, we're getting a lot of text messages already can you just check on this or you know we have a new quote kind of streamlines it the new website has definitely made us a bigger Google brand we've been working on our Google reviews um, so Ali you know developing the new website has been helpful with our Google searches um, so it's just all all encompassing. So 
I think it's a great example of taking a business or a new business and bringing it to another level. And Nick, I know you've done a lot of that with your own brand as well. So you took this time and um, brand, you know, branded and started your LLC as a brokerage. So what can you say to that? Oh, no, I, I completely, yeah, it's, this has been as much as a lot of sad things have happened in this time period, but this, I took this opportunity to get my broker's license uh, and then I, you know, stepped away from EXP and uh, Realty to start my own business. The Downtown Expert created the, had the logo created, um, did some rebranding on the podcast intros. Uh, more to come on that, but yeah, this is has been the best opportunity. I took advantage of this time. I used it my time wisely, and I would say that's probably because um, for 20 years I worked as a claims adjuster for Progressive, and I worked in that corporate model. And they taught me about you know accountability and like your when you have to get your reviews and all that stuff. So I think that I learned a lot from working for that big insurance company for 20 years. So that now when I'm like to be able to create my own corporate like business, even though it's an LLC, um, you know my plans are eventually to uh, you know sell franchises of the brokerage around the country. That's the plan. But um, yeah, I mean, and I love you guys' website. I'm looking at it right now, and this is like so far is the easiest site I've ever seen for when it comes to a, an independent insurance agency. Uh, like this right here, the billing and payments, submit a claim, certificate request. I really like you guys' page on quotes where it was easy to fill out. And I like this right here. My favorite part I'll take away on this website for you guys is I love it where it says, take, this is my always been my frustration as a consumer. And, and you guys hit the the nail on the head, so to speak, save time and aggravation while lowering your insurance costs. Because we know it's a challenge sometimes when you deal with in, in insurance companies is when you go on their website, it can be confusing. And you're like, all I want to know is I want to find out who I can talk to about a quote because I don't have the time to look around and try to figure out the website. And you guys did a really amazing job with this website of addressing that because that right there, that pulls me right in. Like when you guys created that, that's amazing. And it's going to help you guys a lot with the consumers out there. And like you said, uh, when I get buyers, obviously uh, you guys are a great accessible resource for me to send the buyers to and say, Hey, you know, you guys need to get insurance for this property or get a quote for this property before we go, you know, with your lender or whatever, go to them, talk to them, see what they can do for you. And, and I'll let them know that they have a really easy website to navigate and they're easy to get a hold of over there at Blanchard. So yeah, that's awesome. A lot of our agents are, are on texting and um, I we get a lot of Facebook messages as well. We just want to be really so, available and make it as easy as possible for the client. Cause you're right. There's a lot of aggravation that comes with insurance and complications yeah. on websites and just getting quick answers. So we've really tried to make it as user friendly as possible. I definitely think too, you, you know, you were, you know, right on it when you said, uh, you know, about progressive and about the brand and, you know, they have, um, you know, over the years they acquired the um, American strategic insurance ASI right. as their home arm mm -hmm. and have been rolling that in. And we've been watching them rebrand that progressive, that ASI brand into progressive and watch the slow roll of that where people don't get confused. Mm -hmm. So every few months you'll see them change a little something with the logo or a color, and then all of a sudden it's just gonna say progressive and it's gonna be in relation to their home and auto. So taking a page out of the books from some of the successful corporations like that has definitely been something that 
that we've appreciated. So, um, and the brand itself, we've never been the, you know, get your cheapest insurance.com here, you know, like that's never, we're looking to, there's value in an insurance policy. And we're so, really trying to show that and bring the value back. Right. It's not just a piece of paper to get you to closing. You're actually protecting the biggest asset you'll likely ever own. So we're trying to kind of bring that value back in people's minds because it is, it is a value. And most people think of it as a headache and just a requirement that they don't want. So we're kind of trying um, to change that perception. And you get what you pay for. I mean, you obviously do. we're giving the client the most value for the, you know, oh. the, you know, the least, you know, expensive options if that's what they're looking for with the most right value. And the coverage that is right for right. them, not cutting coverage right. when it's just we, to get the cheapest use, rate. Right. We yeah. don't use the cheapest rate. We don't need to challenge anything. We know what we have. We know what the value is. We know what the rate is, the premium and, um, and proacting on your side with the real estate agents. The biggest issues we see right now are people getting insurance too late. The underwriting guidelines are strict. Very. They're changing daily. Right. So water heaters, air conditioners, roofs, everything is changing daily. We haven't skipped a beat with keeping up with the underwriting guidelines and keeping our partners in the loop. Um, so Nick, if you're at a house and you're about to list it and you have some questions, we can tell you right then what the sellers are going to need to be prepared for to replace or fix before you even have a buyer. Mm -hmm. And that's really where the value is coming in is making sure you don't have any of these issues. And for all the buyers out there and people that you're helping with the, the purchases, um, just because the sellers had insurance for 20 years and had no problem doesn't mean that the guidelines are going to be acceptable for the new buyer. So right. just do it quickly and do it in the beginning. And that's, you know, we've made a lot of new partners over the last few months, um, picking up the slack from a lot of our competition that hasn't been proactive. And we're just, you know, excited about the brand and explaining that and the value. And um, well, even through all the strict changes and underwriting guidelines that have been happening, and obviously people have been seeing rate increases and things, having those strong relationships with our partners, we've been able to, like she said, proact and kind of get ahead of some of these rate increases and mm -hmm. guideline changes. So we haven't had our partners feel the effect as much because they know what's coming and what's what to expect. And they're really receptive to the changes because we're getting in front of them and we're helping our partners through it with their clients and telling them what to expect, what they're going to need. Um, it's the licensing and the education, Nick, just like you said, you're continuing education. You're doing that for a reason, mm -hmm. you know, to make sure that you're protecting your clients and you're catching anything that could be an issue coming up. And it's the same reason we do it too. No, I, I completely agree. Yeah. It's even this morning when I woke up, I was like, cause I'm, been onboarding are we going to be onboarding somebody else this week one or next week when they get their license but hey. yeah it's i got two in pinellas working over there and i have sent out the i've sent out their information your information to them as well to have, utilize these guys as a resource for their your buyers out there or sellers um connecting you with our west coast agents next week on the show yeah. so that's okay a perfect fit Exactly. And yeah, that'll be perfect because they're awesome real estate agents. They were with EXP as well and they moved over to with me and they actually were the two ladies, the mother and daughter team. And they're, they were, I met them in my first transaction ever as a real estate sales associate to over two years ago in Gulfport, Florida. That's how I met them. Uh, they helped me through the process and I'm still here. So they did a good job helping me. Now they're independent contractors from my brokerage now. So that's kind of funny how that happened. Uh, right. And now um, they, 
take it to yeah. rebrand too. So now they're going to be going through the whole branding and uh, and changes from EXP over to you, and that's going to be a lot exciting. We uh, some of our insurance teams here, we've teamed people up, mm -hmm. and uh, they're working on their brands and their names and their um, targeted ads that you know that we're moving over to with with Google and Facebook. So it's that's exciting. No, definitely. And like this morning, I woke up. I'm like, cause we're talking about continuing education here. Now I have my broker's license, and you know, people are like, Nick, are you gonna ever take a break? But the other thought in my head was, I've already reached out to a real estate school to find out what my requirements are to get my uh, instructor's license as a real estate broker, so I can teach or teach it with credit hours and stuff like that. You know, for continuing ed and stuff, or the pre-license course for real estate sales associates type stuff. Yep. Yeah, if you ever need help with um, with CE for any of them as well, we have a CE instructor that's certified for uh, real estate continuing education, and he teaches a cyber insurance class on two classes. Yeah, specializes in it's cyber and uh, protect yourself from lawsuits. Okay. So, on the real estate agent side, so they're really interesting classes. He brings up a lot of examples about you know what to watch out for, what what lawsuits are, you know, kind of been happening or, you know, that, you know, that he can disclose and what to watch out for. So there's a lot of um, value in partnering with, you know, different vendors and you just need to make that trust circle. So that's what I would leave that with. I completely agree with that. Yeah. It, that's awesome. I'm interested in the cybercrime thing because the other thing I think I talked to Mike before was, and maybe with you too, Jamie, but was the, the web company I use, like when I was studying for the Graduate Realtor Institute and got that certification and the EPRO certification, um, they talked a lot about uh, American Disability Act compliance for your websites and having that piece added. And of course, they say out there a lot of, you know, like big companies out there, brokerages, they because it costs money. There's code involved and it costs a lot of money for an IT person or a web guy, a web person to create the code to make it ADA compliant. Uh, but they had mentioned that my web service or web guy in particular said to me that he works with a lot of big attorneys in Florida or all over the country. And one of his attorneys got uh, slapped with a, a lawsuit because they weren't ADA compliant on their website. Mm -hmm. And then when I heard that story from him, I'm like, let's go ahead and take care of this. I know this costs money up front and it's going to be a little hefty on price. However, in the long run, it's good um, to have this protection because you want to make sure that you are, because to me, it's all about the, that comes down to the whole fair housing or equal housing opportunity. Uh, it's not just about, uh, you know, your background, your ethnicity, your race and all that stuff or your gender or sexual orientation. It's also about if you have a disability, I want to make sure that anybody who has any kind of disability, whether it be hearing or vision, that they are going to be able to partake in the normal activities of of our society and not be excluded because you know your website is not uh, up to code with uh, ADA compliance so that's what I, I've taken that initiative of my brokerage uh, to highly encourage my sales associates to add that to their websites as well and then to the primary website for our bet you know for the brokerage has ADA one of the reasons that we we had to push our website brand change or our web server what is it? The host, I guess mm -hmm. you can call, um, because there was 
I'll use use the word bust, but you know, it was going around even for insurance agency websites yeah, that they needed to be well. ADA compliant. So you'll see the little wheelchair on ours um, for the ADA compliance. And the vendor we were using, they didn't have the resources available to add that. And we kept getting the runaround. And it was something that we really felt was important. Yeah. So one of the pushes with changing the you know, the host um, and the back end for the website was it was being able to do that. And I don't think that was even an added enhancement. No, it was actually part of like the basic. It's becoming so expected and like general. Every website has it. It was it was part of the basic like package with our new host website. Um, so anybody, any business starting. Yeah, I, I think that's how it should be. Yeah, I would definitely, you know, make sure that you're you're finding somebody that has that already included. Um, and then we've been writing a good amount of cyber liability insurance lately too, uh, for title companies, um, title abstract search companies, um, real estate brokers for the cyber liability. If anything, any information is shared through somebody's website or something is hacked and, um, you've got to show that you've got some coverage for that to protect yourself as well. So there's, um, value in all of that is being somebody's broker or agent or, or title representative to having those, you know, securities in place. And that's one thing that um, we've definitely been been growing on our side too is the need the resources for the cyber liability. No, that's every time I have a chat with you guys on our weekly segment, I'm like going through the list, putting down a list, like I've got to get in touch with them because now I've got to add this to my brokerage. Like the cyber liability, which I completely agree with because I think I got some kind of message. I want to say it was like Facebook or something or, or no, I, I have one of those credit alert systems or whatever it's called, Identity IQ or something like that. And they asked me to log in to Identity IQ through, well, Facebook through Identity IQ. So if anybody does try to do anything like hack or take over my Facebook account, which has, what do you call it? Uh, you know, I have a business page like you guys do, uh, but even personal side, um, because you never know, somebody could try. What do you, what is, how does this work? I was going to ask you this question. You got both of you. So if I have a personal page or another real estate broker or real estate agent or sales associate, broker associate has a real estate page or a personal Facebook, but they also have a business page, right? Like most of us do. And for instance, something was to come up or said in, in the wrong way on a personal page with the cyber liability cover you for both or just the business? Because what happens if somebody tries to hack and put something inappropriate or does something wrong on your personal page and with a, your, you know, and your, you know, it says licensed real estate broker, uh, you know, on the description on who you are and your profile. And, you know, they're going to say, well, this person's a real estate broker. We want to come after him for whatever he posted or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, or, no, I think that's more um, you know, slander or, you know, if you want to call it, you know, malicious, you know, slander and the cyber liability is more going to come into place for hacking information um, and getting into, you know, if you had a database somewhere in your computer of all of your clients and you had social security numbers or something and it was hacked for that reason, um, that's where the cyber liability is going to come in place. Now, with this, with social media, that's a whole other topic for another day. But that's a good one. Yeah, we should put that down on the list for uh, what they, what you need to do to protect yourself with social media. So that's actually a really a really good idea to talk about on the next one because that's you're right. The personal page, the business page, it gets complicated. Right. It's complicated. Where are you protected at? 
I mean, you, every business already deals with the same thing with Google and Google reviews. So somebody leaves a bad review. I mean, typically it's because there's some sort of misunderstanding, you know, or some, some issue. Um, you can respond to it, but you can't delete it, which right. is fair. You want to see people's, you know, good and bad reviews, but it's a really easy way for people to slander people. Right. So where is the line on that and, and what comes into play on that? So um, I think that's definitely something we should slot for a talking point. No, I like that. That's, that's a good topic because it's always on my mind. I mean, I'm watching everything I ever do on social media. I'm very cautious about what I post and what I write and how I respond, especially when I went through the broker's course and the post-license course. They talked about how there's a certain, there's a level of responsibility as a managing broker that like you said, they, you have to, you can respond to a comment. Like I've had postings of listings of my, the listings I currently have. And it was shared on like, I don't know, one of the Orlando real estate groups or whatever, a public group where you can share your listings. And somebody wrote, um, I don't know exactly, I'm not quoting it, but exact, but on the lines along the lines of, Hey, that's a piece of garbage house and it's overpriced. What's wrong with you? Why would you try to promote a house that, it need that's this is a ridiculous amount of money. You go build your own house or something like that. So that's been that was an example of what they were talking about in my course and in my pre you the post license course. And basically, with that, was um, what is it to say? I responded basically just saying in a generic way, but also professional and not in a way because they, they talk about how they you don't want them, you don't want to escalate the situation, obviously. <laughs> Um, so we're going to have a good chat next week, probably about the, the social media liability too, because that's a, a good topic about escalation of, uh, of getting people's anger or emotions going. So basically what they, you know, what I said is that, uh, my seller's house or my listing is priced appropriately based on comparative analysis that was ran and also verified by the seller as well as, you know, based off of the tax records or whatever it was like. Yeah. Some disclosure. <laughs> Disclosure, and but it was a very, uh, I guess, subjective answer where I didn't escalate his situation. He didn't write back to me saying, "What's wrong with you? You're lying," or you know, "What's wrong with you trying to rip people off?" Or you know what I mean. So that's what I'm talking about, and it's a good, definitely a good topic for us to talk about next time or whenever one on the show. There was something the other day, real quickly, that I saw on a Facebook on a on a business page, and the the guy was sharing some reviews of something local in town. And then, of course, somebody got on the comments and was like, "You know, you're bleep 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 bleep. Why why would you like that restaurant?" Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And it was it was the stupidest thing. And then he it was his business page. He was trying to do the community a service by comparing a couple different restaurants and. Um, this guy just tore him up, and it was just really unnecessary. People have better to do with their time, right? And then you know, even for so you have to think about that when you start with this, when you open a business, and and what are you going to get involved in? Are you going to get? Are you going to say political things? Are you going to say religious things? Are you going to stay away from everything? You know, how are you going to handle your social media? Those negative comments. Are you going to respond? Are you going to keep a cool head, like you said? So um, you almost need a class just for. I guess we should start a class. <laughs> hey, I'll help you. We can all do a class together, a Zoom class or whatever, or in person. I'll come to you guys in the office if you invite me down there, which I know you would. Anyhow, 
the things nobody tells you about starting a business. <laughs> right. Oh, and yes. Because I don't know what part of Florida you're in. I know you're over in Altamont Springs, but I don't think the leaves like that look like that today yeah. in Altamont. No, uh, yeah, daydreaming. The cold front coming in this week. We're hoping we see some of this. <laughs> or maybe that's what Kaiva Springs behind you, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Springs is like right this time of year in September or almost October. No, I'm kidding. But no, that's, that's a good class to have for about that because, and I'll just tell you real quick before we go. Um, that's my thought is I've already taken a stance with my brokerage and it's in my, um, my independent contractor manual and my mission statement to not address or to comment like in, when, in relation to business, like I said, politics are off the table. Like if you go to a buyer appointment, a seller appointment, listing appointment, whatever it may be, even when I meet with um, vendors like yourself or anything like that, title insurance, uh, mortgage brokers, I, I keep politics out of it, and that's just a practice because I don't want to get in a heated debate with anybody and get anybody angry. Our, that is our stance as well, but yeah. there are definitely different opinions. And I saw a whole Facebook chain just on that. What is your opinion? I can't remember who posted it, but and it was hundreds of comments of, I want people to see me as I am, and this is my view, and they'll either like me or they won't, but you know, everybody's personal opinion. No, no, I agree, definitely. And and well, I just want... I worked okay. So one other thing too is that when I, the, talking about the social media posts and like the liability in social media, like, which we'll talk about next week. The question, the thing I have is when I worked for Progressive and I was a claims adjuster, as you guys all know, uh, we've got get de, uh, depositions quite a bit for a file, even though we're doing what the company guidelines tell us to do. You know, the attorneys want to interview and you know interrogate you. And ask you questions and sometimes they ask you personal questions and then you got to tell them no that has nothing to do with my file so don't ask me that question and they've always told us that in insurance for the 20 years i was in it that like when we have claim notes and we put in notes in the claim because sometimes adjusters and in different insurance companies or different insurance businesses or different lines of service whether it be flood insurance or auto insurance they always tell you don't put something don't say something personal or insulting toward uh, a claimant in your notes, because we all know that's happened. We've seen that before because what they always did and progressive always told us when you go to court and you're in front of the judge, when they're trying to settle a case or go over a case, they're going to put it on a, they're going to print it out or put it on a projection and show you your claim notes right in front of everybody in front of the jury when they're trying to make a decision. And so, so my stance has always been applying that social media that yeah. if you say something inappropriate about people on your brokerage or in the in business in general or make some kind of uh, inappropriate comment, somebody's going to use it against you in court and blow that thing up and put it on a wall and say, here, this is what Nick wrote at Downtown Expert Realty or what Jamie and Allie wrote at Blanchard Insurance. And they're going to put it and embarrass you the heck out of you in court, right? I wish people <laughs> would remember that when they're posting comments and posting things on Facebook that it could be used against them anywhere right. anytime on a billboard on i4 if somebody right. wanted to an attorney gets really angry as somebody writing something they'll put it on the billboard with the money they can afford to put it on there with so yep there'd be a lot of them yeah the attorney billboards yeah those uh you know we all know about those <laughs> right oh i can't we can't afford billboards that's too expensive for me but it's all good i don't have time to post facebook comments on a billboard on the i4 though i don't have that kind of money sorry <laughs> 
No, that'd be well. I hope new attorneys were listening and got an idea because now we're going to start seeing comments, Facebook comments on the billboard. We're going to be like, excuse me, we're going to take them to court and be like, that was our idea, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we right. have a piece of the action from it because you you took our idea. No, I'm kidding. Well, just like we said, you know, pay attention to the branding progressive does and take a page out of that book and right. you know, take a page out of how the attorneys are so successful with some of that uh, commercials and billboards and things like that. And, um, you know, there's a lot to think about when starting a business. And I definitely think that all of this is uh, is part of that. So awesome. managing people when you bring them on or managing employees. And, um, and what COVID has, you know, the stress that it's uh, come on to some of these bigger corporations and employees. And I know that there's been, I've heard stories of big corporations with, with internal employees, you know, shooting off rampant emails to the whole company of how the world is, you know, coming down and everybody's going to die, right? So like stuff like that and HR stuff and um, just managing people and the, the liability that that company has for employees to, to fly off the handle. Right, or I knew people, and I'm not going to mention. We already mentioned, it, but I knew people that would send emails directly to the CEO of a company that I used to work for, and then they're the employee getting in so much trouble from the local regional management because they send something. Basically, they were trying to turn the the regional management team in into the CEO, and the CEO is like, "What the heck are you doing? I don't, I don't. There's a chain of command. Don't send me this email. I'm too busy running the organization." I don't have time to get these kind of emails. So, and that could be a, there's a lot involved. <laughs> right. And it's like the email you're talking about, like people saying, trying to scare everybody in the company and threatening them, like, you know, if, you know, nobody's, they're, they're out to get us or whatever they want to write in their emails, which is inappropriate. And so that I all can be used against you. Huh? I've heard a lot of that happening with a, a lot of the bigger corporations and examples of that lately, just because of people's internal stress, home lives. Um, working from home and they, they don't know how to handle that. And, um, you know, that's another level of insurance those corporations have to have to cover, um, you know, people flying off the handle and, and things happening in the workplace. So that's just another layer. Yeah, it's not necessarily the traditional, you know, office violence out loud in person, but now that would be, that's another topic for another day. That's uh, it's like cyberbullying. <laughs> Or cyber mm -hmm. cyber harassment, maybe for that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like that. Yep. <laughs> but oh yeah, we're excited to be, you know, rebranded and fresh and rolled out, and um, you know, excited to announce, you know, that on your show today. And uh, next week too, we have a couple of our West Coast agents. We're going to be introducing um, Haley and D'Antonio, and they're working on big things over there, mortgage protection products and. Um, you know, rounding out their accounts with with all different layers of insurance. So we're going to have them on talking to you about that. So that'll be exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. And Ali, nice to officially meet you face to face over StreamYard. So yeah, it, it, when I had the yes, it's uh, it's an amazing partnership with, that I have with you guys as uh, Blanchard Insurance, and uh, I look forward to next week and uh, definitely going to be reaching out to you guys about the cyber uh, liability insurance uh, because I want to be able to, and that's another thing like you said Jamie is that and anybody listening or watching us today these are tools in your tool belt that you can add 
to also attract real estate agents to your brokerage. If you're a broker out there, a real estate broker, adding these tools and giving your independent contractors more peace of mind and also more protection, uh, that will make people more loyal and want to work with you and help you succeed and grow the business with you. So that's awesome, yeah. ladies. Yeah. Wonderful. Good. I'm glad we can have some laughs today. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, that's awesome. So I got, we got plenty of topics. So this is, I, I was like I said, everybody, I was in insurance for 20 years and it's, you know, it's always exciting to me to talk about insurance with these ladies and, and Mike and then, and Andrew last week as well. And, um, thank you guys and, uh, have a good day. Anything you want to say before I go, like, uh, just a tip or an advice piece of advice for today before we, we end the show. Uh, just positive thoughts, guys. There's a lot of negativity in the world and just keep positive and, uh, you know, reach out to us for, for anything. Any we'll, questions, anything, yeah. just text, we'll email, all of it. We're accessible. So. And stay warm out there in the forest with the, the fall <laughs> colors out there. I'm just kidding. All right, guys. This has been Home to All. What's that? <laughs> Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome, ladies. No, thank you guys for being on with me. Um, this has been Home to All and All Exclusive Real Estate Podcast. Coming to you live from downtown Orlando. Uh, this show is sponsored by Blanchard Insurance. Uh, you can get them at 407-788-8640 or BlanchardInsurance.com. Check out their new logo. Check out their rebranded website. Um, and again, Nicholas Acosta here, licensed real estate broker, Downtown Expert Realty LLC, downtown.expert on the web, at downtown.expert on Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram. Have a great day, ladies. Everybody listening today, and I'm going to roll the credits. Have a good day, ladies, again. Take care. Thank you for listening to Nicholas Acosta with Downtown Expert Realty in Orlando, Florida and host of the podcast, Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast. Check out his website, www.downtown.expert or 407-508-8809. Facebook and Instagram downtown.expert. See you next time.